Hey, we hit the recording button, didn't we? <laughs> Still coming through all right? Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Here we go. This is Yvonne Ventresca, author of Pandemic. You're listening to Comic Pop Library. Welcome to another episode of Comic Pop Heroes, brought to you by Comic Pop Library. I'm Richard, along with Logan here. And we came in on Ponytail by Twice. And if you're not familiar with the K-pop industry, it's Korean pop music. So this is a one group called Twice. It's one of the other groups that I enjoy. I think Logan enjoys to a degree as well. So if you haven't experienced them, go and experience some K-pop today. That's kind of some fun music, and it definitely is pop and get you get you excited i like my yeah. pop music pop music so we are actually going to be looking at sleepless domain and logan's going to take it away okay sleepless domain has a charmed life at a high price by day the denizens of this magically isolated city lead a pleasant life protected from the constant threat of the monsters that roam outside at night however the streets flood with these monsters and the citizens turn to their only defenders Magical girls. Young women empowered with supernatural abilities that allow them to fight such beasts. Altered and celebrated by the populace, the magical girls are entrusted with great power and even greater expectations. However, the combination of the idol culture surrounding these girls, along with the genuine life-or-death struggle they face every night, forces them to grow up under severe pressure. Perhaps it's a blessing that this airily gives them time to worry about the city's many secrets, not to mention the uncertain fate of the world outside. Undyne is the water-wielding member of the popular Team Alchemical. While she's been happy to play a supporting role to the other four members of her team, a sudden tragedy forces her to learn to fight at her own battles. A search for answers will lead her on a path to uncovering even deeper mysteries than she knew existed. And that's the back. Yep. And did it, you mention who it was by? Oh, not yet. It's a webcomic by Mary Cagle. And you can find the works at sleeplessdomain.com or hiveworkscomics.com is also mentioned in there. Yeah. And she also mentioned, so I want to mention this as well, that Oscar Vega, he actually did on chapter one and two, he did some of the character designs and artwork, and that's uh -huh. at the very front. So since she mentioned yeah. him, he must have played a pretty good part in the development yeah. at the very beginning. She's also got webcomics called Kiwi Blitz and Let's Speak English. And I'm pretty sure, I'm not certain, but I think the Let's Speak English is actually a non an autobiographical hmm. webcomic. Okay. So. Cool. So this is another one that's a webcomic, as Logan alluded to. Yep. 
And this is one that he read online and then went out and got the volume. So. They're, they've got one volume out that's the first four chapters. And they're planning on getting the Kickstarter for the second volume sometime this year. But yeah. It's one of those that if you see something online you like and you can support the authors or yeah. creators. If you want to buy a physical copy and sometimes they have yeah. other stuff in their stores they can buy to support them. Yeah, like It'd be nice for you to do that because a lot of these are free. Undying symbol, yeah. Oh, you yeah. had a shirt? No, they're there? in the store. There was there a shirt. A shirt with Undying Symbol, yeah. And other things, yeah. Okay, so there's a shirt and some other things Logan says. So cool. There's various things. I just remember the shirt as one of the last things I know that I know that I saw. And sometimes we'll story. get some of the other stuff, but we're yeah. more into the actual physical medium of what they, like yep. a book or a CD for an album or something like yeah. that. So we kind of mm-hmm. like that aspect. Sometimes we'll get a pin or something if they have that. Yeah, sometimes. Then we, I think we did that with one other, but I can't remember. Possible, or we thought about it. Maybe we thought about it, but we haven't done to it yet. But anyway, there's other options you can choose to support them. This is one that's going to be hard to discuss again, as Logan said. There's only four issues in this trade. There's 18, well, 17, and some out on the web comics itself. But yeah, the trade only covers the first four. So be aware of that. So this might be a shorter one again than normal because uh-huh. a lot of what he alluded to, unless we give spoilers, we can't really talk a lot about this. So this might be another short episode because uh-huh. what the tragedy event is, is kind of key to everything. Yeah. And that happens at like the second <laughs> issue. So pretty, sure. pretty fast. Pretty yeah, fast. It's... So we'll just mention uh, some of the main characters uh, and Logan can comment them. And so can I, as we go through them, but Tessa, she's the leader. Well, to begin with, the team is Team Alchemical. Yep. And that's the team, and it's a five-member team. Tessa is the leader, and her uh, is... Alchemical Aether. There we go. And she is very confident, a little bit demanding, because she is the team leader. So a lot of times she's misunderstood by the other teammates, Mm -hmm. and kind of gets the burnt, uh, burnt, the blunt of some of the griping that goes on. But I like her design. It's really yeah. cool. Uh, she, it's oh. a pinkish, purplish. So very a, cool. There's another thing to note that the designs are actually kind of neat in that when they become a magical girl, there's a sequence and they actually not even transform just in their regular lives. Get dye jobs connected to the magic. Not actual dye jobs, but their hair changes color, their eyes change color. The, right. Yeah, they actually have a picture of the group before the... The change. They became magical girls, yeah, as the chapter two cover. So yeah. right, they're reg- they're just regular girls to begin with, and then when and this is one, and I know we're kind of skipping about. Yeah, sorry. The <laughs> world with the magical girls, it's not power that's inherent in them, or they yeah. inherit from a parent. It's given to them scientifically, the way I well, understood it. Not quite. Not quite. Okay. That's not scientific so much as it happens and they are trying to somewhat study how, but that's in like later issues. I don't think it actually goes into anything on how it's created here, but mm. yeah, I know a bit more of it because I've oh, he, he's read, read more online. I just read the four. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the government has no say in who gets the okay. power. I think they and might. They do it. send them to special schools. At no charge. Well, hmm. There's only the one school because there's only the one city, but yeah. No, they have a regular school. Yeah, but only so, one for the magic room. Yeah. 
But they don't, the government also, what I like about this, unless it changes in the future yeah. ones, is that with, when these girls go into the school, they don't force them to fight if they yeah, don't they want don't, yeah. to, but they can still remain in that school. So that's kind of a neat concept because usually uh-huh. it's the overpowering government that forces you to do this. And yeah. no, it's and not. No, they just, you get support as long as you're a medical girl. You don't have to actually fight no. to get that support. Yeah. So I like that. Though that is also a source of income they use, like advertising and stuff. The Alcantara is real into that. And yeah, it does mention the dream at least briefly. Not much. But the silver gal, not the narrator gal, but the silver gal Zoe, I think, mentions it. But yeah. Mentions what? The dream. <laughs> how they get their powers. But yeah, it's real brief. Okay. That what's How do they get their powers? I'm not sure. If, well, basically, <laughs> magical amnesia-inducing amnesia magical girl grants their powers in a somewhat weird way, and that is never shown in the thing, which is why I was mentioning <laughs> that it's just okay. barely mentioned by Zoe. Okay. It's so anyway. a dream that they get that they wake up from having powers huh. and okay. being able to transform. Interesting. That's a that's an interesting concept because it's still not inherent then per se. Nope. They it's don't gifted, get a dream. Yeah. Okay, cool. But we'll go back to some uh, actually discussing characters. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvia Logan kind of mentioned her already. She's alchemical air. Uh, she's a fashionista of the group. Uh, she likes the celebrity life. And like Logan said, if you can make money off this, you can. And she's one that's trying to make money off this. Yeah. She's the breadwinner of the family. In fact. <laughs> yep. You find that out. And then we have Sally, who, and Sylvia is like a blonde haired with her uh-huh. yellow costume. Sally is alchemical fire, so you know she's a redhead. Uh-huh. She's got a red outfit, hot headed, uh-huh. impulsive. I think she can do better on, you know, if they would give her a chance. The Gwen is the next one, alchemical earth. She's kind of the loner of the group, quiet, not necessarily a loner per se, but quiet, kind of indifferent. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's. Well, I'm not sure. She's definitely quiet, but I'm not sure if I'd say in different... Her well, reactions like to whatever. Heartful Punch kind of into being more energetic than she seems just by going by how she talks and such. Do what? Her reactions to Heartful Punch seem to... Those. She gets excited about Heartful Punch? Yeah. Okay. And, and we'll talk about her in a moment, such. but most of the time, though, she's indifferent. She goes, whatever, if that works, what? okay. Yeah, like lava, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, she's yeah. in green because of Earth. And then uh-huh. Logan already mentioned Undyne. That's how I pronounce it. Yep. She's Undyne, Undine. Same she's thing. alchemical water. She's in blue. Now, I will mention, <laughs> I'm sorry. And they all do these transformation type deals. but And sometimes it affects their hair. Uh-huh. And I do not like Undine's transformed hair. Huh. It's more of a Shirley Temple, Cupid doll type yeah. look with those short, tight curls. Mm-hmm. And I just... I've never liked that hairstyle on a girl or a woman. I either one. It's just one of the, it's an old fashioned style that I just like. Okay, it, you think of that more of a kitty style haircut than in a you know a teen or an adult style. But she likes it evidently, and she goes with it. So you got to be your own person, and she's her own person. But she is a little bit unconfident, if that's a word. Yeah. <laughs> shy. She is shy, uncertain of herself. She needs her teammates to prop her up to give her that encouragement. Uh-huh. And Logan mentioned another character that comes into play later in the series for me in the third chapter, I think. Yeah, well, Hurtful Punch. Hurtful Punch. Hurtful yeah. Punch. 
Sorry. His name is Kokoro, which I'm pretty sure is either heart or heartbeat in Japan. Uh, okay. I'm not sure. for it. Not sure. Okay. So Kokoro or Heartful Punch. For some reason, I go to Hurtful Punch because you think of a punch as being hurtful, but it's heartful. It's heartfelt. Here you go. It's a heartfelt punch. Yep. No. <laughs> From gal that eats protein powder straight. True. <laughs> so, and she's kind of a blending of the red and pink from what I remember. But she is definitely a loner. She likes to go out on her own. Uh, purple is what I'd say. but Purplish? Yeah. Okay, purple. Yeah, purple okay. Pink. Yeah, it is purplish pink. You're right. Okay, yeah. I got you there. I knew it was a different color from the other. It's a uh, lighter memories. shade of purple. Okay. And the main concept, and again, this is kind of like skin trade. I'm not sure what this city is called. I'm not sure if they have one because <laughs> it is the city there's no other cities they can talk to so i'm not sure if they even bother with it (laughs) so it's one where they have this protective shield around the city that for Mm -hmm. some reason during the day it's fine but at night for some reason it sucks (laughs) yeah they apparently from what i understand they at night they go down to the shields compressed into all the buildings themselves yeah and it actually seems to be weaker that way too because it's actually possible for them to get through yeah right and the shields are there because of these monsters that are out there that can do havoc with them kill them they destroy the city at night and this i mean depending on how well the magical girl teams do to help them because this team alchemical is not the only team there's yeah there's a lot that as mentioned there's a school full of magical girls (laughs) But it's just kind of weird that I guess maybe during the day it you know has the ability to charge itself, but at night, like I always said, it shrinks down so yeah. much. It's like, well, why don't you just leave it on all night? But they don't. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's they're recharging during the night. I don't Probably, know. I have no. <laughs> so I'm that's kind of. But I don't were, think they've actually mentioned how they set the barrier up, mm, as far mm, as I've read. Uh, I know not that not, far. Right, yeah. Okay. Like and you don't know if there's other cities either, because yeah, you they look don't at... know of them. But I do know there's. You actually get a single page from someone not from the city in this book. So they're either from outside in the countryside, or there might actually be other cities. But it, yeah. there's no mention of them of another city though. In least yeah, from these four books that I can tell, one that you might actually have to read further to realize it's from someone outside <laughs> of it but yeah there's a page of notes from someone from outside the city okay i remember reading the page but i just i just three more kids died well. tonight surprised locals barely care Ness as usual no new discoveries and you see i just assumed that was hurtful oh. kind of journal heartful's journal yeah. Kokoro's, because it was kind of purplish in the margins. I didn't see why you'd think that, but nah. Okay, so that's an interpretation where Logan might have more info because he's yeah, read bit further. Bit quieter, was spotted by a girl, might need to move oh, faces okay. soon, would be a waste. Walls pink, windows white. Because I thought, you know, because Kokoro, yeah. it's easier for me to say that for everybody, so. so but Kokoro was the purple She one. tends to be a loner. She doesn't like to be seen by other no, people. She's actually she's kind of. She she's actually got take, a club, actually. Well, she does, but she doesn't want that. She's more of one. She's just out to do her job. She appreciates the friends, but she doesn't go out of her way seeking that stuff. And when she's out on, she's out on her own until her and Undyne kind of talk a little bit and kind of get to know each other. And they go yeah. out a little bit on their, as a duo mm-hmm. at a time. True. So, and how that affects the team, you'll have to read to see how that affects the team. Yeah. 
we'll leave it at that. So, nice. <laughs> uh, the art style in this is, you can definitely tell it's an anime manga influence. Yep. It is a color yep. comic, so that is nice. The, uh, it is an Americanized, you know, you can see the blending of American artwork and the manga style. Yeah. It's probably more manga than American, I would say. Uh-huh. Would I'd you? agree, yeah. Okay. And I probably, if I was thinking of a, a cartoon that you might be familiar with, maybe like a Winx Club or yeah. something like sure. that, or what's another one that's similar to that? Oh, what was the big one back then? Oh, Crumb. Wasn't there another fairy-based one? Uh, Which? Maybe. Which, yes, which. W-I-T-C-H. Yeah. It was a Disney product. So maybe something kind of in the vein of that, but still it, it slants more to the manga influence or anime influence mm-hmm. where those are more European styled. But you can see the inf- the influences of those styles. Yeah. So I have a feeling this Mary Cagle watched those type of shows and read Probably. the manga when she was young. And mm-hmm. this is her blending it all together in her, yeah, this... in her focus. So it's from cool. tw- copyright 2015 to 2019, yeah. Right, for those particular issues. And then 2019 was for the trade. Yep, first printing 2019. And the back has some nice info. I think Logan yep. has that. He can tell you a little bit about yeah, that, that since he's looking at it. Yeah, that part is the part that's unique to the, they. if you bought the physical one, the commentary and concepts about the thing, including talking about the initial concept, the early drafts of the alchemical team. Yeah. And it's... And I'm kind of surprised that Gwyn didn't have green hair. True. Well, she is Earth, so I can kind of see maybe they were left a brown because of that mixture. Green yeah, because it actually brown, did so. change from black to brown. Okay, so yeah, so it did change from that stage at least. Could have been green though. I mean, the others changed to yeah, vibrant the, colors. The others changed to just straight up. Yeah, bright whatever colors. Huh, that is interesting. But hers went from just a couple of shades lighter into brown, basically. Okay, but this is one. There's probably you can do middle school age easily probably yeah uh younger than that there's probably not because there are some situations nothing sexual or any not heavy violence but there are some things that are a little bit of a heavy topic i guess you would say that yeah so middle school age Uh and something to note for people who want to read ahead especially the web comic also has something that the physical comic doesn't in that oh yes go Almost all the pages, except for, from what I can tell, chapter three and whenever a certain character is on the page. Mm-hmm. On the webcomic version, they have almost another character that's just a text box of dialogue commenting on the page. And it actually does almost seem like it's another character just commenting on what's going on. So it could be possibly you looking in. Maybe? Yeah, but it seems a bit more knowledgeable than uh, just portrayal of the reader okay. what's going on. But yeah. So that aspect they didn't put in the comic, so you can yeah, understand just, why. Yeah. That'd be a little bit confusing in a print one, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah. I liked the style. The the nar- narrative or the written words are very, you could say brief, but there. there's just enough text to get you into it, get you going. Uh-huh. doesn't slow you down and too much over dragginess if you want not a whole uh-huh. lot of text but it's not where it's so brief that it's not enjoyable it it's does good. pervade along and the artwork is really good the coloring is good uh-huh. and i'm assuming 
Except for what Oscar might have done. Everything's done by Mary, it says. So yep. kudos to her. She's great at this. Mm-hmm. And I do like that they do not really sexualize anything in this either. Mm-hmm. True. Yep. So the costumes, you know, they might be cute. They might be skirts They're and stuff. But she doesn't try to sexualize anything. It's just it's just an outfit. It's a skirt. It's a uh-huh. And and they're pretty. I mean, they're very nice looking. And I don't know if they ever change depending on moods or if it's the same all the time. With these yeah. four issues, I couldn't tell. Logan might be able to tell you if it changes further in. But a lot of times they usually don't. They're the same for magical girls. There's a mention that it might change okay. later on depending on actual big events and such. But oh, okay. it's not so much a power up as uh, if you feel something very strongly, it might up as a kind of reflection in the thing well i'm just saying as they get older they're older let me start that again folks as they get older their moods kind of change their feelings kind of change their thoughts of how life is going so i can see alterations to their costume yeah if that should happen but i don't know if that actually how old they actually get in this storyline because right now it's just there's the same actually age. one change actually in the thing <laughs> she gets a bow she gets a bow, okay. On her back. Huh, okay. Uh, who knows about yeah. that then? Okay. That's something that changes no. real quick. But that's just something in my mind that I thought would be unique and I hadn't seen in the magical girl genre that as they grow older, and like I said, these and at this not story, connected they don't, to just power-ups. Right, it's not connected to power-up. It's connected to how they're feeling and how they're, they've grown up and learned and yeah. how they're shaping their thoughts yeah. about life. And like I said, this one, it's only four issues, so it doesn't go very far at all into growing up age. But that would be an interesting aspect if somebody Uh actually did do that at some point in time, followed a magical girl that actually grew throughout their whole career. And see how the costumes might change if that's an aspect or not. That'd be interesting. And 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 they do have the occasional pages of notes or something that you can Mm -hmm. see. And you actually can read them. Yes, you yeah. can. Even the one that uh, Sally was red, right? Yeah. I think so, yes. Sylvie was yellow, Sally was red. Even the one that Sally complains about not being able to read her notes, which yeah, I'm pretty sure it was about politics, that one. But right, and some of the words are a little bit chopped off on the edges, but not enough to yeah. not be able to read it and understand what's going on. Like being what done. I was reading earlier on right. the one guy's notes. And then there's Gwen's notes, which is today's notes magic <laughs> yeah. and this is one you have the monsters but there's also there's an allusion to a big baddie like logan said they have the note yeah. plus there's uh imagery of that person that's coming out of the dark mm-hmm. shadows or dark that's ooze. the one that the oh, commentary the, box okay character just straight up avoids okay there's also so, the golden creature that one of them mentions might be a girl's familiar, which uh, I don't remember that, to be honest with it's you. It's what Tessa follows to find the incident. Huh. Okay. I do remember that, but I can't remember yeah, what it was. Thing. Oh, okay. There it's a yeah, that was later on. It shows up as an owl. Okay. See, so that just completely escaped me. I remember now that you showed me, but yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. So a transforming or multiple golden creatures. Hmm. Interesting. So there's, you know, I say anybody that loves the magical girls genre will love this. Yeah, it's I good. Mean, it is a good book. It's this very enjoyable. Introduces a lot of things and just barely such that gives in more important. Like Zoe shows up for like three pages and 
is by the time of where I've read gone from mostly background to a actual main character basically okay so if you're into this this is something you might go to their webpage like i said it's sleeplessdomain.com you can probably read the comic there but support them as well pick up yeah. something from their store if not the graphic novel with the four sh- first four issues at least maybe a t-shirt or something else they might yeah. have to support the author that mm-hmm. way she can continue on with her endeavors because i know this is uh, this is a hard road to hoe when you're doing it on your own so yep. help her out this is a great story i enjoy the artwork tremendously as well i hope she continues on and can like Logan says she already has to agree she's doing a kickstarter for the for the second volume sometime this year supposedly i don't think it's actually started yet but okay yeah. it's not started yet so. she has mentioned in one of the more recent pages that it, it was coming. planned to be coming this year anyways okay i'll do i'll do some looking and see if i can find it if i can find it i'll put a link to it on yeah. the notes of the show but if not just kind of keep your ears to it if you're on their website see when the kickstarter starts and we'll go from there and help them out yep. that way if you want the next mm-hmm. graphic novel yeah it's nice but i think that's about all we can talk about really besides this because the big thing we cannot talk about because it just yeah it ruins everything if we talk about it so well to be fair, that is basically the Yeah. We're much. not talking about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to leave it there. Uh, like I said, if a li- public library can support these independents, yeah, pick I think this, this up. Work pretty It'll well, work yeah. great It'll in your public great, library. Yeah. Personal library, yes, definitely. If yeah. you're a Magic Girl friend, excuse me. If you're a Magic Girl fan, pick this up. You'll enjoy it tremendously. Mm-hmm. I did. It. And yeah. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a not a diehard fan but i enjoy magical girl stories if they're done really well this one's done really well really well so that's going to do it for us we're going to be leaving out on Dreamcatcher's song full moon and this is another group Dreamcatcher is a k-pop group as well we just felt it was appropriate to bring in twice and Dreamcatcher since this was a magical girl genre we wanted to do some k-pop to kind of yeah, we searched up someone's Magical Girl playlist and then Wind looked at the translations stuff. to get ones that mostly fit. And we wanted to spotlight some of these artists so you can go out yeah. and find them on your digital vendor of choice. Support them if you like what you hear. There's uh-huh. some good music out there. Yeah. And enjoy it because it is a fun genre, whether it's K-pop, K-rock, or whatever it might be. But again, we're leaving out on Dreamcatcher's Full Moon. That's going to do it for us. Hope you've had fun. We'll catch you on the flip side. Bye now. Bye.
for listening to Comic Pop Library. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio, and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own and are not reflective of any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.